0: Gone Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Howell. And
1: I'm your host, Angie Rogers Howell.
0: What is the Gone Boss Podcast? Well, it's a weekly podcast
1: featuring awesome people in our community. We'll interview them, find out what makes them tick, the cool things they're doing to make our community a great place to live and work, and how they've gone boss.
0: Be sure to check us out at goneboss.com or hashtag gone Boss.
1: We're on Instagram at goneboss2k or find us on Facebook by searching for gone Boss.
0: We're brought to you today by our new sponsor, Forbidden Fruit Tattoo and Piercing on McGalliard and Muncie.
1: Yes, right next to the Positivity Shop, the Boba Shop. So, yeah. They want you to know that we are strongly inclusive and accepting.
0: Of all colors, shapes, sizes, Everything. And demeanors.
1: Yes. We want all of our customers to feel safe, seen, and heard. We want everyone to feel comfortable and know that they aren't being judged. We are LGBTQIA friendly. All shades, shapes, sizes are welcomed and celebrated. Everyone is welcome. We believe everyone has the right to exist how they are. We don't tolerate racism of any kind, white supremacy, bigotry, or misogyny, or hate.
0: Now, wait a minute. So I want to come in there and get the Confederate flag tattooed on my chest. Mm
1: -mm. That is
0: not going to happen. This is
1: not the shop for you. No. That's nice. I bet there's one around town that will do it, but uh, (laughs) not that one. Not this one. Not this one. Not this one. We operate out of love and positivity, and they want to bring that to the world through their art and tattoos.
0: Very nice. Go see Chrissy and the team at... Forbidden Fruit, Tattoo, and Piercing, right there on McGalliard, and find them online at ForbiddenFruitArt.com. In the studio with me, I have Kristen Weigan of Thrive by Design and
2: Winchester Community High School P Tech Work Based Learning Coordinator.
0: That is a nice mouthful it's of a, mouthful. a title. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, let's uh, uh, let me ask you about Thrive by Design. You're a marketing professional here in uh, Winchester, Randolph County outside that county
2: outside that county as well so okay thrive by design is a marketing company we say marketing solutions positive results and i have found that that's my love is helping others help others and through marketing i'm able to help businesses put out there what they do and um, get their message across to help other people
0: now, how long have you been doing this?
2: So I've actually been doing marketing stuff, you know, when you look back and think about how long you've been doing it, yeah. for as long as I can remember. So Thrive by Design has been in business, um, I think, a little over three years, and so that's exciting. Um, I started out part-time and then went full-time and then took on the position with Winchester Community High School as well. So I've really found that I've I'm loving what I'm doing right now and being able to help others.
0: Now, how long you been doing the Winchester thing?
2: So, um, P-TECH was in the planning stages last school year. And this school year, we launched with our first 12 scholars or students. And so, it's been exciting to watch them start this new school year in a new learning environment.
0: Now, tell me about that learning environment because it is a little unique.
2: Oh, it is very unique. So, it's outside of the box learning. It's for students who prefer projects or more hands-on style of learning a concept or a lesson. And so, these students are... Learning the same things that their peers are in a traditional classroom where you sit and take notes and take tests and that kind of thing. But our students are getting their math, science, and English from lead learners or teachers who push in and help with those concepts um, from projects from our industry partners in our community. We actually have 44 industry partners in our community who are committed to this concept that some students don't learn the same way as other students and that we need to embrace that and help them be successful
0: now before we started you were telling me about even today uh what what was going on with this program. so
2: today we are working on a project well this week we had paul faddis and jill friend with Reality in and then katie baker with always home custom designs and we're working on a design challenge for our p-tech classroom and so students were having to work in a floor plan creator website and then scale that to be able to put on a design board and the students were having to do the math and so some of them were getting frustrated and I said isn't this better than a math worksheet and so we're using real concepts that they learn in a math classroom but for real world problems.
0: Very cool and you're very excited about this. I
2: am very excited. My husband said I've had a year to prep and talk to industry partners about this so I've been able to catch the vision and feel the excitement from both the school and the community and so it's fun to be able to see the students actually involved and being a part of it and watching the program grow.
0: Now tell me a little bit about um, the Town Square Theater uh, and your involvement with that.
2: Yes, so the Town Square Cinema is something fun. Um, We have community sponsors and I think that Matt Tarter and Gabe Boak are super committed to have, and their families, to having the cinema be a part of our community. And it's been cool. To watch them work to bring those sponsors in. So yeah, if you would like to advertise at the cinema um, in any way, Dollar Movie Night or have your ad up on the big screen, that's been pretty neat.
0: Now, uh, our connection through Farmhouse Creative, we have worked with you to get our logo up there Mm -hmm. on the screen and everything. And it was a very easy process. And uh, I would encourage anyone in the Randolph County area to contact you and make that happen.
2: Yeah, we'd love to see him at the movies.
0: So tell me about your personal life.
2: I would love to. You mentioned a
0: husband. I do.
2: I have a husband who works also um, at Winchester Community Schools. And I have a daughter who's a junior and a son who is a seventh grader. They are super involved um, in sports and in everything that's going on at the school. My daughter is the kicker for the football team um, at our high school and plays competitive soccer. And my son is very much into baseball and loves being involved in the musicals at Winchester High School.
0: Very cool. Now, what does your husband do out there?
2: He is the technology coordinator, which means that he is um, very helpful for all the tech needs at the school, but we don't ask him tech questions at home.
0: (laughs) Now, have you always lived in Randolph County or... Have you come from someplace else?
2: So my husband's from Randolph County, from Winchester, actually, but I am from Marion in Grant County and grew up and lived there my whole life and went to Indiana Wesleyan. And then we moved to Indianapolis for a few years and found our way back to Randolph County.
0: Well, don't skip over how you met. There <laughs> at college or? Yes. Some-
2: um, I played basketball and my husband played baseball at both at Indiana Wesleyan and we met there. Um... We got married right after we graduated from college and moved to Indianapolis. He was a kindergarten teacher, and I started um, my marketing career in Indianapolis. But God had different plans for us and brought us back to Randolph County.
0: Now, when you got back here and started living Mm -hmm. and everything, and you said you've been in business for three years with the marketing Mm -hmm. side of things. So tell me, uh, is there a gap there? What'd you do in between?
2: So... For a while, I stayed at home with our daughter, but my background is, is I had 10 plus years of marketing experience, marketing and sales experience in home care. And so I grew to love, again, being able to help others, help others. So social workers and doctors and nurses, being able to help those families of senior citizens who needed that extra help at home.
0: Tell me about some of your clientele now, like uh, your marketing clientele. So what are some of the solutions you offer?
2: Yeah, so some of the solutions I offer are I do social media management. Um, I do not do websites like Farmhouse does because they're (laughs) amazing, and I would refer you to them. Um, And you have. Thank you very much. I have. Basically anything that you would want to see in print, and I go through Farmhouse as well to help me get those designs actually printed, but yard signs or direct mailers or flyers, um, all those things I just love to do. I love to be able to take someone's vision and put it into a visual form that they can use.
0: Do you have any hobbies? So I... You're a busy person so far, I, but yeah, I'm I am, I'm super busy. <laughs> I am
2: super busy, but I think that my hobbies right now are being involved in our kids' lives. And so it's been super fun to travel with them as they play sports competitively to be able to, I do love to read. I like that. Um, we have a trail in our woods that I like to walk on as well. So I just like to be with my family and our friends too. We have great friends. And I think that we're blessed in this community. I know we're a small community of Randolph County, but we do have a lot to offer, so it's been exciting to be involved here as well.
0: Tell me what Randolph County does have to offer. We have a lot of folks over (laughs) there in the Delaware County area that listen, Muncie and Delaware County. So what's the attraction of Randolph County?
2: So Randolph County, I think, and I am not from here, so I just said to my husband the other day that this is a great place to live and that, you know, sometimes we think everybody knows everybody. But for me, I, not being from here, I feel like everybody invests in everyone and that everybody wants to see you succeed for the most part. But I think that our restaurants are amazing here. If you haven't been to El Caraton, I'll give them a plug because they're amazing. But also so are all of our local restaurants that are here. I think we have business owners and community members who are committed to the success of those around them. And so that makes it fun to be a part of.
0: So you mentioned you love to read. What's yeah. your favorite book?
2: So right now I don't really have a favorite book, but what I've been doing is just getting cheap paperback books and Mm -hmm. reading through those. And my mom has turned me on to Audible. And so I've been listening to, well, for lack of a better way to put it, books on tape um, while I clean the house and stuff like that. So I've been enjoying that too. I'm an
0: Audible person myself. (laughs) I I, uh, find it hard to sit down and read for Mm -hmm. long periods of time, but while I'm working, listening to uh, those yeah. business and self- self-development self uh, um, books, I, I mean, makes the time go by.
2: It does make it go back faster. I didn't know if I would like it or not, but I have enjoyed listening like that.
0: Do you have a favorite band or artist?
2: So right now, my favorite group is Drew Holcomb and the Neighbors. My husband and I have a concert coming up, so I'm very excited about that. But I do enjoy them. Their music is good. You totally have to check them out. Everyone I will. should check do they, them out. Do
0: they have a famous song or anything like that well, that you should listen for?
2: Probably not. It's more like folksy, bluegrassy, but it's super good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Are you an early bird or a night owl?
2: Well, I am a night owl, but I'm trying to be better at being an early bird. But it is hard for me.
0: It is tough, yes, indeed. And you know, Randolph County United here—they have what that coffee talk mm-hmm. at like eight thirty in the morning. That's hard for me to make. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I will say that that group that meets for that 830 for the Coffee and Conversation, it is such a good discussion. I always walk away or sign out feeling encouraged by those in our community. Yeah,
0: and it's all on Zoom. Like yep. anybody can join. Just look out for the emails and the yes. notifications from Randolph County United. What's your favorite movie? You got to think about that one.
2: I know. I do have to think about that one. So I think what I really like is watching old series on Hulu or (laughs) YouTube TV or Prime. I've been watching like really old series. So my husband and I have been watching a series called, no one will have heard of this. It's called Foil's War. It's super, super old. But I think what I get drawn to is watching those series that we can watch together as a family or like my husband and I can watch together. So maybe not a movie, but... I really like to watch old series on TV.
0: Do you have a hidden talent that not everybody knows about?
2: Oh, this is what I say. I don't have a hidden talent. I can't play the piano or any other instrument, and I can't sing. But I do love marketing. And so if I was in Mrs. America pageant, I don't know how I would land there. But if I were to happen to make it, I would be able to write a marketing plan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Always like that uh, uh, Miss Congeniality yeah. question. What's your favorite date? April 25th. Yeah,
2: it's a perfect date.
0: (laughs) Do you have a guilty pleasure?
2: Oh, Chocolate? Diet Coke. Diet Coke, okay. I know, I need to stop that, but I just really like it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You teach kids and everything like that. So what advice would you give to a young person getting into marketing, the, the industry?
2: I would say that if someone says no to a design that you make, that it's not, they're not saying no to you personally, that as a designer or a marketer, you're trying to take their concept and their ideas and their dreams and package it for them to see. And so when they say no to you, it's not, yeah, it's not personal. It's not what they had envisioned. And so my job as a marketer, and I guess I would tell myself this before, um, when I was younger is that my job as a marketer is to make their dream Come to life, and not my dream for their idea, and so that's what I would I would tell myself that.
0: I would say that that is a very hard skill to yep. learn, and you really have to learn it because you have to get a thicker skin mm-hmm. uh, to. Because they're criticizing your work. You put your heart and soul yes. into this. To, like, hey, here's, here's a good piece of work. And they're like,
2: ah. <laughs>
0: And you're like, oh, no.
2: And sometimes it's really hard. And um, actually, we've talked to this uh, with our students as well, that when you give a presentation, if someone says that they like someone else's idea better than yours, that that's okay. Because that just means that fit their needs better from their mm-hmm. point of view. It doesn't mean that your idea was bad.
0: That's awesome advice. Thank you very much. So what do you think your purpose in life is?
2: So I did this study that Randolph County United put out there about finding your why. And I found it really interesting to work through that process. And I think I've mentioned before, it's helping others help others. Mm-hmm. And I think that if I look back through a lot of things that I've done in my life, that that I do enjoy that. I think marketing comes into play, like I said. Like we help people come up with designs to carry out their mission, but also to see firsthand in the P-TECH classroom at Winchester High School, that I'm able to be a support sur- support person for the admin and the teachers as they help our students succeed. So I think help others help others.
0: What gets you excited about life?
2: Well, I love to laugh. I, I love to laugh. I think that, yeah, I don't think I have lots of days where I don't laugh. So that makes me happy and excited. I think watching my kids and my husband and being able to be a part of watching God's plan play out in our lives that even though we don't maybe understand all the parts of it that it's pretty awesome to be a part of watching that plan play out.
0: Finally, what's on your bucket list? What do you want to achieve before it's all said and done?
2: Well, I hope that people say about me that I invested in others. Um, I do have a group, Friday Morning Girls, plug for that.
0: Where they meet
2: at? High school girls. We meet at the Nazarene Church, and then middle school girls join us, and North Block Coffee Co. has been gracious enough to host us. They've been very great. And being able to be a part of watching those girls dive in to grow their faith, but... um, So I hope that outside of that group too, but I hope that people would say that I invested in others. So I guess my bucket list would not necessarily be like, I want to visit this place or that place, which I think would be fantastic to go do that, (laughs) Um, would be to make memories and that invest in others.
0: Very good. Thank you so much for being our guest today.
2: Well, thank you very much for having me. I appreciate all that Farmhouse does, and thank you guys very much. And we
0: appreciate what you do, because you. you take care of uh, a, a lot of clients that have uh, eventually become our clients. <laughs> yep. And, uh, yeah, it's a good partnership. So thank you very much. Thank you. You know, my parents just recently stopped getting the paper at their household. They have been newspaper subscribers for years.
1: I mean, since you were a kid, probably, right?
0: Yes. (laughs) So newspapers are having it tough, but small town newspapers are awesome.
1: Are funny. So I was recently perusing a small town newspaper and they, you know, published the reports of like the activity and the criminal nefarious goings on around town.
0: In a small town. In a
1: small town. So I just wanted to share some of these with you. <laughs> Cause I just think they're funny. Two vehicles were egged in this block. There are no suspects at this time.
0: That did... that that was the headline? Well, Two vehicles egged.
1: Yep. We don't know who E-G-G-E-D? did it. Egged, yeah. You know you throw eggs. I know oh, yeah. I've heard of like houses getting egged. Yes. Cars getting egged? No.
0: Oh, yeah, cars, because uh, the supposedly the egg eats the paint.
1: Okay, well.
0: I don't know. That was a theory back when I was in fourth grade.
1: Okay, I never <laughs> tested it out. I was too good, too goody-goody to do any of that. So, two female subjects were arguing about allegedly one of them stealing the other's shampoo. Both subjects agreed to be civil and stay away from each other for the night.
0: So, for it to end up in the <laughs> paper, was there... Police had to be called, this is
1: called like on file or on the record or something like that. So these are all the police runs that they did. Now, I'm not even counting any of like every day there was one that was like so-and-so possession of meth, so-and-so drunk driving, so-and-so didn't have a license. These are just the funny ones. That that are
0: in between the bad
1: ones. Yeah, so I didn't (laughs) include the bad ones or whatever. These are just the funny ones. Okay.
0: All right. So somebody had to come out. These... arguing about shampoo. She used my shampoo. She stole my shampoo, apparently. Stole my Not, shampoo.
1: Whatever. So the police were like, cut it out. Okay. Knock it off. We got better things to worry about. All right. Then the police responded because a resident reported finding a broken egg on their driveway. I think we found More out. eggs. I think we found out who did the eggs. The resident also said the door to the water tank on their camper was open and there was an unknown yellow substance on the outside of the camper. Someone peed on their camper, I think. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. An
1: unknown yellow substance. Uh that All would right. be my We've first We've had
0: two vehicles egg. Yes. We've had an egging of a camper. Is that
1: I think so. The resident okay. also said someone's letting their dog defecate in the mulch along their house. And according to a media report, there's an ongoing problem with a neighbor. You don't say. <laughs> <laughs> sounds, sounds like it.
0: I think somebody's pointing a finger over at the next door.
1: <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Let's see. Someone found a noose in their basement. The resident didn't know how long the noose had been tied there. That's weird.
0: <laughs> but somebody called the cops because...
1: <laughs> they went to their basement. They
0: went to their own basement yeah. in their own home. Yes. And said, there's a noose. I better call that in.
1: Yes. Interesting.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: Juveniles were reportedly taking items out of a dumpster on a property that didn't belong to them. Police told the juveniles to stay out of the dumpster and put back what they had taken. <laughs> They're like,
0: just pu- it put it back. It dumpster. It's trash. But I, they went dumpster diving. They went dumpster caught, diving. Got caught. <laughs> and had to put the trash back. Couldn't keep the trash. Can't
1: keep the trash. No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and This is just one small town newspaper yeah. that you found. Okay. Yes.
1: The police responded to a suspicious aircraft report. They were advised by the state police that the aircraft was a crop duster. <laughs> so no. someone called because there was a UFO.
0: There was a UFO. The <laughs> aliens do, are coming. Do they, But we don't use UFO anymore. UAP. A UAP.
1: U- Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon, for those not in the know.
0: Also known as a crop duster in East Central Indiana.
1: Right, during... Planting and harvest time, <laughs> like farm time. <laughs> A resident reported that someone entered her camper and took sh- her shorts, shirt, and tank tops.
0: Was she still wearing them?
1: I. She didn't say that. So I don't know.
0: <laughs> now that would be something to call the police on.
1: <laughs> someone called the police. This one's kind of... It's not sad. It's funny. But it, someone called the police regarding juveniles selling lemonade on what was believed to be private property. The person said they didn't want children on their property... Selling, They called the police on a lemonade
0: stand. So these kids set up in their yard to sell lemonade without asking, Well, it apparently.
1: was, turns out, it's a public easement. It's public property. Oh. They
0: can sell it
1: wherever they want to. That person was in the wrong.
0: So that person <laughs> thought that was their yard.
1: I guess, yeah. But wow. it was like, you know, the little part like by the sidewalk that's not really yours or whatever. Anyway, and called the cops on... Probably a little eight-year-old's trying to sell lemonade. Come
0: sure, on. That is sad.
1: That's like, get off my lawn, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, three juveniles were throw, caught throwing eggs. Oh, there we go. There we go. The juveniles agreed they would clean up the mess and no charges would be pursued. The juveniles also agreed not to throw eggs at the house again.
0: <laughs> so do you think they peed on that camper or not?
1: Possibly. I don't know. It's
0: an egg conspiracy. <laughs> no.
1: Hold on, I've got a couple more. (laughs) Police were called at a pool, public pool, that a young toddler had been wandering around the pool screaming for its mother. Many many staff were concerned, so that's sad. The funny part is, the police located the mother. She said she was watching the child from a distance. Police advised the mother to watch the child from a closer distance.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I was over here having a having a smoke and I was watching the cat just screaming like oh Yeah.
1: <laughs> the police were called a man was attempting to catch his dog and stop it from being getting hit by a car. Good. But he was angry and he hit the ground next to the dog with a stick. <laughs> and the police advised the man to get himself and some dog some training.
0: So he he slammed down a stick. Said you bad dog.
1: I guess I don't think that's gonna in front of the police,
0: and they were like, "Hey, you need obedience training."
1: I don't think. Yeah, I don't think that's gonna make the dog come to you. A juvenile called nine one one to report that their parents are being mean to them.
0: (laughs) A juvenile? (laughs) You say
1: (laughs) a juvenile, a kid, a kid. (laughs) the The juvenile was advised not to call nine one one for non emergencies. Also, police issued a warrant for battery with bodily waste to a guy. Ew. I think that means he's throwing his poop, right?
0: Or he had poop thrown on him, but some kind of waste.
1: Well, battery with bodily waste would mean that the person who was arrested was doing the battery, the assault. So that that person was... Through the poop. Through the poop. Gross. Stop doing that. That's nasty.
0: Only happens in a small town. Right?
1: I guess. All right. The, then they responded to a thing... To a to a disturbance where everybody was okay, but they got the police got called on them because they were telling too many raunchy jokes, a little too loud, <laughs> and they told them to knock it off.
0: In the town, they're telling dirty jokes.
1: Yes, on, on the corner, on like a sidewalk or something, and somebody called the police on them because. It doesn't say if these were juveniles or not, but they were telling raunchy jokes and got a little loud, but no one was arguing.
0: Please disperse.
1: Please disperse. Goodbye.
0: Well, I have to tell you what this segment has been excellent. (laughs)
1: Excellent.
0: Thanks for joining us for this episode of Gone Boss.
1: Be sure to check us out at goneboss.com or hashtag goneboss.
0: We're on Instagram at goneboss2k, or you can find us on Facebook just by searching Gone Boss.
1: If you like what you heard today, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you find your podcasts.
0: Today's episode was brought to you by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Check them out at SchaeferLeadership.com.
1: Have a great rest of your day, and don't forget to tune in next week to find out who has gone Gone Boss. boss.